0: life's not fair are we just gonna sit around here and talk about how big i'm getting i am the father here's johnny johnny what where's my super suit welcome back just being real if you just finished up on our last podcast we posted welcome back if you haven't checked out our old podcast check them out too they're pretty cool but for now just sit back and join us for this week's topic Welcome back to Just Being Real. We are finishing up uh, today with part two with Dr. James Deal. Uh, Many of you know him, you love him, and you heard the first uh, episode and uh, really talking about love and and how true that is. He's getting ready to now, as we pick up in the interview, he's gonna be talking about his children and we're gonna move forward from that point. So here is the continuation of the interview with Dr. James Deal.
1: Right, right. We have four children, and uh, our oldest is Jody, and she and her husband live about six or seven minutes away from us here. In, um, in They're in Littleton, and I'm in Lakewood, Colorado. Then uh, next uh, is uh, Jim and our, our son Jim. Works up in the mountains of Colorado for the Vale Corporation, uh, and that he's way, way, way too busy up there. But uh, he's doing good. And that next is Don, and Don and Diane are uh, right, right there in the Nashville area. Yeah, uh, live in Spring Hill, uh, Tennessee, and they, their family is kind of gathering around them now. Yeah. So I think that's going to be their home till the end of the trail yep. for the whole yep. Don and Diane uh, Deal clan. <laughs> and uh, the next is Dave and he's in heaven, but his wife, uh, Lori, and their two girls. Now the girls that just are growing up and one was just married and the wow. other was just graduating from college this year. but they live in uh, in Kentucky, over in Murray, Kentucky, and they are wonderful, wonderful folks. Although Dave's not with them, but they are still part of our life. Amen. And uh, so those are our four and seven grandchildren, and and some more great grandchildren now.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Okay.
0: Amen to that. That's good. Grandkids are good, aren't they? Oh, oh, hey, hey! You don't know
1: till you have some.
0: I know. I know. Well, That's we've right. got we've got four of them. We've kind of made the statement if we knew how good. Grandparenting would was going to be. We just skipped parenting and went right to grandparenting. Oh so. yeah, hey, yeah,
1: do that first. <laughs> That's
0: good. Well, Doc, listen. We uh, one of the things that we just love about you is um, you know the the idea of your experience that you've had uh, over the, your years. Uh, I guess with pastors listening today uh, and their families, what 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 is it that you would want the church to know? Uh, about the pastor and the pastor family that maybe you wish that, that ch- churches that you pastored before, maybe you wish they would have known about you, but maybe you could just share with, uh, I should say, share with the con- people who who are congregants listening today, what would you want them to know about their pastor and pastor's family?
1: Well, I would uh, first of all say to the uh, pastors and spouses listening Boy, and I didn't, I didn't realize what the uh, name of your podcast is, but this is what I would say. Anyway, you've got to be genuine. Yes. You've got to be real. Don't, like we used to say as young folks, don't put on airs and act like you're somebody you're not. I've got a, I've got a book here called 10 Power Principles for Christian Service by warren weirsby and his son david Mm -hmm. and boy this one uh uh, just this one paragraph in other words we may have talent training experience reputation and personality but if we don't have character and by that he meant meant integrity right and realness if we don't have character we don't have anything yeah for the foundation for ministry is character oh man that is good and then i'll just turn over catch one more here that i i have a star by life is built on character characters built on decisions that we make the daily decisions of life small and great cement each stone into the cathedral of character Wow, wow, that is good. So I would say to uh, the pastors and spouses be real, really, honestly love God and honestly love people and give yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ and to people. Amen. You know, that's ministry. we're not in ministry to other people to serve us we're we're we're, ministry is to serve and help and feed them right so i uh, i uh, i guess i would say that um, i tried to be real at home when i was a pastor uh we would pray with the family uh and uh, you know, I realize as the kids grow up, it's harder and harder to get them all together at one time, right. to, other than meal times. Where, But then we'd have our other prayer times and and uh, uh, personal times that way. But, um, you know, Dorothy, Dorothy was a very good hostess. And we loved to have people in the home mm-hmm. and for a meal. And if it wasn't the big Sunday dinner, well, bring them over Sunday night after church. And have snacks or have sloppy joes. <laughs> I don't care. Have a hamburger.
0: Yes. A
1: little ice cream. Who cares about that? It's the fellowship. Right. right. It's, it's, it's getting your lives intertwined with the lives of your people. And if they have children, then they can relate to your children. But if not, if, they, if your kids are gone, well, they'll relate to you. Mm. Because people respond to people that love them. Yeah. and uh so we uh <clears throat> now we certainly had times where uh where my wife was actually hurt by somebody or someone's in the church that said what they shouldn't say right sometimes they think the pastor's kids ought to be angels
0: yeah
1: well they're not angels they're as human as as the layman's kids (laughs) (laughs) and uh, there there were times when we had tears at home uh, either with my wife or with some of the kids you know that's and and the way we handled that and then the way we would need to go and try to get some things straightened out with some people without being judgmental or harsh or my way or the highway, but but try to see what what happened, and uh, can, uh, can can we get something patched up here? I don't want to run everybody off just because you may have disagreed with something that my 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 boy did or something like that. You know, right, to, right. But being being real, uh, <laughs> as uh, good old Warren Wearsby said, your character if you're not genuine, it'll, it'll come out on you somewhere. And, uh, so I would, I would say to all of the, uh, church, uh, uh attenders love your pastor and spouse, love their kids. If they're still there at home,
2: mm.
1: um, it, it doesn't cost you anything to love them. And, uh, Go ahead and give them a hug. Amen. Well, it doesn't hurt once in a while to sneak a $5 bill in a child's pocket and say, hey, go get something you like. Right. Uh, you know, that doesn't cost yeah. a whole lot. But yeah. boy, to a child, man alive, they've got a friend for life. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. And, uh, am, am, I, am I talking along the line? Oh, that you yeah. you're, you're doing
0: great. Yeah.
2: You know, it's something that we can we can relate to you about, because from the very get-go, Rod and I have, um, that's been our thing. We've always wanted to be real. We just, we wanted to, we were vulnerable. We put ourselves out there a lot and sometimes it gets us in trouble and, you know, people um, have a hard time sometimes with even the pastor being real, but we've had more people even come up to us and say i really appreciate you telling us about that personal story about your life cuz i can relate to you about it you know rod's testimony in life um, people can really relate to that and it's really it's helped our ministry to just continue to be real i mean we we've, we've had pastors say to us it's gonna bite you in the butt someday. Being real, <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> and it has. I'm not gonna lie, but it's it's been so worth it. Just because I think our relationships are more genuine, right? If you're real yeah. with a person, than it is, and if you're just trying to just get through the day, yeah. And uh, sure. yeah, we.
0: I shared a story once um, at a church where I. Uh, I made the comment, it was just kind of a, an analogy, but everybody kind of knew I was a, a, you know, big fan of Garth Brooks and, and, you know, that kind of stuff, uh, especially before I was a Christian. And, and so I think I made that kind of comment and, and used Garth Brooks as an, an analogy of, uh, Saying, you know, I I know of Garth Brooks, but I don't know Garth Brooks. And then I kind of rolled it into, you know, there's a lot of people out there that know of Jesus Christ, but don't know Jesus Christ,
1: right? That's and true. so
0: I used that as an example. And um, you know, some things didn't go well at that church, and um, we were, um, you know, had some things that were just not. It, it didn't go <laughs> well. I'll just say it that way. And uh, we actually had an individual that had approached us and said that they knew something was up with us when I said that I idolized Garth Brooks. And I was like, I didn't say that. But it was a moment where we were just kind of being real. And and they took that authenticity and of of realness and and kind of used it against you. I'm sure, Doc, you've probably had those situations that have happened in your life as well.
1: I I had to learn the hard way <laughs> <laughs> there are so many things you can share from the pulpit you know pub publicly yeah about the children and about your spouse but then there are some things you should not share right because there are some private um uh, maybe struggles or Yeah. Uh, Situations with 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 your with your kids. So here's what I had to uh, learn. (laughs) Uh, I could tell you uh, which church where this happened in fact. (laughs) I said to our four kids because they were coming right up into their teen years. And and those illustrations about what had happened uh, on a ball field or what had happened in the school or whatever. I mean, everybody was relating because That's what their kids were going through. Well, my kids said uh, to me in one way or another, hey dad, we're tired of being your number one uh, source of illustrations. (laughs) Uh, I said, yeah, but some of the things you do or say, man, they are good. (laughs) I, (laughs) I finally had to come to an agreement. Okay, if I'm gonna use you and what you did or said, I I'm going to ask your permission before I do it. Right. Yeah. So you don't go to church saying what dad, what's dad going to tell us today? (laughs) Uh, Is he going to squeal on me? You know, I don't want to embarrass our kids. Right. And I made the same deal with my wife. Now, honey, there are things we don't need to tell everybody about, about our, our life, our marriage and uh, our romance, let's say, but, uh, I will not embarrass you from the pulpit. So when I'm going to use you, I'm just gonna say, hey, you know, that, that we did and what happened the other day and how you responded. I, I'm, I'm using that Sunday. Uh, okay, okay, you know, don't overdo it, you know. Don't overdo <laughs> don't it.
2: Do it, don't embellish. <laughs> yeah,
1: so are you, are you with me on that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, we can relate
1: completely.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure other pastors that are listening right now uh can relate to that pastors' wives, pastors' spouses, right, I say. right? So, uh, and we all have that tendency to do that. Um, but I, I will say, Doc, um, one of the things, and please, I hope that this uh, comes across with admiration for you, yes. because there's a lot of people that just love you. And I, I think, I hope you know that and have such respect for you. And they love, because they truly, honestly, you have this gift of telling stories. Uh, <laughs> you have this gift of communication that's just phenomenal. And and one of the things that that I heard somebody tell me about you once was they said, they don't want to stand behind you on judgment day because of of God having to verify all the stories you've shared. So (laughs) (laughs)
1: so
0: I I just, I I just didn't know if you've ever heard that, but you, you are admired and loved. You truly are. And I know that uh, again, um, you we're going to kind of maybe come to a a close on this uh, time together. and, And I really appreciate your time here. And we do look forward to seeing you here in a couple of days. Um, but if as we're you know this is going out to pastors and churches and and such I would say this in our culture today um what would be and I know you talked about love and i, I I'm completely in agreement with that uh, but what what would be that maybe that other thing that you would want to share with the pastor or with the church um, and and that as they you know as we're we're, we're we're in this uncharted kind of t- area today aren't we in the church
1: oh it it's a it's a difficult <clears throat> challenging day today um oh hey hey on the stories yes <laughs> that you just mentioned <laughs> i i really believe if you're going to be an effective communicator pastor teacher preacher You've got to learn how to tell stories, Amen. because our generation—they uh, listen to stories. Think of all the TV, all of the, uh, all of the movies they see. They, the stories. Uh, 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 we don't just need truth upon truth, and then, uh, okay, so you all understand that now. Now, behave yourself. Right. A story is like the light uh, open the shades and let the light come into the room and it it, it illuminates the truth we're trying to communicate
0: amen
1: uh, the bible truth with this up-to-date story well hey let me just say this uh, uh, as we kind of head toward a landing here i really really believe that we need to live a life of balance Mm. and I really believe that's difficult yeah. and here are four things maybe we can talk about at some other time and some other place but I I love to talk to uh, pastors and spouses about four things work, worship, rest and relationships. Mm. Boy, those four things, like the tires of your car, if they get out of balance, the whole car shakes. And you don't sell the car. You go get the tire balanced Right, and work. I mean, even pastoring is work. If, I mean, it's day and night if you, if you give your heart to it. But too much, you'll become a workaholic. Right. Then you don't have any time for your kids. Right. You don't have any time for your spouse, or you may not have any time for yourself and worship. That's not just Sunday. I'm that's talking about are we in the Word of God day by day? Right. And uh, walking with the Lord, prayer, go to the park and walk and pray. I do it. I do it all the time. Rest. And and we need to unhook from the load once in a while, we need to take a day off. (laughs) <laughs> even god rested after after six days right. and if, if god needed to have a day of rest the lord knows we do Amen. you can tell where i'm going on that <laughs> and relationships oh not only spouse not only children relationships in the church yeah. relationships with your neighbors relationships with people where you go walmart and down to the gas station, on and on. I build relationships down at 7-Eleven, you name it. You know, we we, we, we build bridges to people, and I've got stories to tell about all of that, you know, how it has turned out to really helping some people spiritually as well as other ways. But uh, I I don't want to say that that's real easy. Right. Because I've had to make some major adjustments in my life uh, when I saw that I, I was giving too much time to others. And when I heard someone else say, "Your kids think that you have uh, uh, that you are married to the church mm. instead of to the family. I knew I needed to make some changes and there's a big story there on how I had to put, uh, Don's Friday night football games up on top of the priority list. Yeah. And I had, I was going to be there not only to watch a game, but to watch our boy play yeah. and to be his dad and not just at church, but right. on Friday nights at the stadium. Oh, there's a whole lot of story there, but you know where I'm going Trying uh, yeah. to live a life of balance. I I pray still to this day, help me, Lord. Uh, I want to be in balance. Mm. There's mm-hmm. a lot there. That is such
0: good truth. And uh, I think such good wisdom. And uh, I, I don't know if you've done it yet, but you might want to write a book on that.
2: <laughs>
0: um, I think you got <laughs> like four chapters right there. That's pretty good stuff.
2: So. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, uh, Doc, listen, we we want to just kind of, like you said, using your phrase, we kind of want to land this uh, ship. And uh, right now, uh, we are so honored to have you on this podcast with us. Thank you so much for doing this. We do look forward to seeing you here in a couple days. Uh, and just thank you so much for being a part of this.
1: Well, thank you, Rodney. Thank you, Shelly. Absolutely. Uh, it's just fun. Being with you here, uh, the people may not know that we can actually see each other on the right. Zoom <laughs> arrangement. And uh, I feel like I've been with you for an hour. So, uh, and I'll, I'll see you uh, down there in Alabama in a couple of days, like you said. But uh, boy, remember after it's all said and done, be genuine, be real, be authentic. Because if you're not, it'll catch up with you. (laughs)
2: Absolutely. uh,
1: I want to be real till the last minute of the last day. Amen. Hey, God bless you both. Great to be with you.
0: Thanks, Doc. Well, listen, we're going to go ahead and uh, close out this podcast today. Thanks for being with us. And uh, we do look forward uh, to seeing you here or being with you guys in a couple weeks. God bless.